What's up everybody, Brandon R. Scarborough here. I want to take a moment to share with you and tell you about my dream, my passion, ultimately my purpose. Dreams Academy is our nonprofit organization located in Akron, Ohio, where we specialize in mentoring young men of color. I started Dreams Academy in 2016, and since then, we've had the opportunity to impact and mentor over 300 young men in our area. I want to tell you about this because it's dear to me, it's near to me, and so I want to tell you how you can support. Go to our website and see what we're doing, www.dreamsacademyonline.org. Also, when you get to our website, be sure to visit our Queens Academy page. We launched Queens Academy so that we can start having the same impact with young women of color in the summer of 2021. It's been a great journey and we look forward to impacting more and more young people. We need your help. Consider today making a donation to Dreams Academy so that we can keep impacting more and more young people. You can give online right at our website. You can give through Cash App, Dreams Academy. You can also text to give by texting DREAMS to 44321. If you are unable to donate now, that's completely fine. We still want to connect with you. Visit us on Instagram at Dreams Academy USA and Queens Academy USA. You can join us on Facebook at Dreams Academy and Queens Academy, or go to our website and fill out the contact us form and leave us your email address so we can add you to our email list so that you will get our newsletter so you can stay up to date with everything that's happening with our organization. Whatever you decide to do, however you connect with us, we're grateful for the connection. Thank you so much in advance for your support. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Dear White Teacher. Uh, thank you so much for the outpour of support, following, downloading, liking, whatever you're doing. We appreciate it. Keep doing it. Keep spreading the word. Uh, we want this podcast and platform to grow and keep helping our, our teachers, our classrooms, so we can create successful teachers who create successful students. Today, I'm proud um, to have another 1040 uh, <laughs> graduate with me. If you've been watching long enough and listening to, you should know by now what 1040 stands for, the great book to high school. Uh, that in the person of Miss Jada Dancy. What's going on? Thank you. Hi, Brandon. How you doing? Thank you for inviting me. Yes, this is exciting. This, and I am a proud 1040 yeah, uh, graduate. It, it comes up often, yes. so by, by now they should know what 1040 mm -hmm. stands like the rest of the city <laughs> right, does. Right. So, you know, tell the people, I know who you are, but, you know, hopefully this is going out to California and okay. Arizona and everywhere else. You know, you, you've been in the education game for a while, so, you know, tell them where you are, what you're doing, a little bit about your journey. Okay. So, I had no intention of being in education, um, <laughs> okay. but I did. I started out in education 20, about 20 years ago and um, just kind of worked my way through and saw some flaws, like, in the, in the system, and I was like, okay, I feel like I could be an asset. So, I tried to, you know, achieve some more goals, became... Um, guidance counselor for a particular school and I've been an administrator now for seven years of high school students. Um, I was at Castle High School in Cleveland, Ohio and currently I'm at Akron Career Tech High School which is a new high school. We just, we're wrapping up our first year here in Akron um, but we're excited about the things that we're going to do having career tech options for um, students who may not be on the path to go directly to college. So. so talk about that a little bit. That's exciting, you know, for us to have in the city. Mm -hmm. Like what kind of careers, um, career tracks do they get to take advantage of? So um, starting out, we started with three. And my goal is every year to add one. 
um, we're actually getting ready to move into a huge building. So we have okay, plenty of congratulations. Yes, I'm so excited about that. So we have a lot of room for that. Um, currently, we have media arts with a focus on uh, music and video production. Okay. We have uh, culinary arts, which is probably the most popular actually right now. And they like to eat. Yes, yeah, and cook, and apparently. Cook, yeah. <laughs> and then we also have healthcare where our students can get their STNA while they're cool. still in high oh, school. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, and those, once they earn those certificates, you know, they graduate with that industry credential, they can either go right to work with mm -hmm. that or they can use it to get started um, into higher education. So what type of student do you find enrolls in your school? Are, are they, you, you tell me what they so, are. So, um, by title, we are dropout prevention school. Okay. So the goal, which is always what I've loved to do, is um, uh, those students who others may find challenges with, that's the ones I mm -hmm. want to work with. So we're a dropout prevention school, and we actually go up to age 21. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so, um, but, so we take students who may have already dropped out, on the verge of dropping out, may just need credit recovery options, mm -hmm. um, but also, I had a lot of first-year freshmen this year, and they love it. So we get the traditional students who, you know, the, the larger public school doesn't necessarily work for them. Um, and we also get, you know, the, the students who may have been bullied or yeah. dealing with, um, I don't know, any kind of issues. They may have an IEP and they need smaller class sizes. Mm -hmm. So those are the benefits of us compared to maybe going to their a really large high school that they're not used to. How many students do you have? Currently, we have about 32 students. Okay. Um, our goal, like I said, we're in a small building, so it's, it works for where we are mm -hmm. now. The goal is 150. Okay. So you'll probably see a lot of us over the summer out and about just letting people know mm -hmm. that we're here um, because we definitely have something to offer. Yeah, I think here. that's extremely, uh, I always say dope. Mm -hmm. It's extremely dope it to get these kids uh, <laughs> alternative mm -hmm. and not not be the alternative school because they were right, bad, right. an alternative to, to career tracks, right. whether they want to go to college or not, mm -hmm. because you know the, the traditional school thing just mm -hmm. doesn't always work for mm -hmm. everybody. And so, um, especially to hear y'all got music production, yes. you know, that's kind of right yeah. up my alley. <laughs> yeah. so, um, so that's a great segue because that's how um, we met and yeah. got uh, in relationship at Castle. Mm -hmm. And uh, that led to me branching out, doing some other things. And so um, when I wrote my book, um, talking points, BrandonRScarborough.com, pick up a copy <laughs> at the earliest convenience. Um, but when I wrote the book, uh, you allowed me to come and sit in and talk with your staff at mm -hmm. Castle. And, um, you know, with this being Dear White Teacher, um, and you, you're familiar with, with what we do and what we talk about, mm -hmm. that uh, conversation rang out for me, and I, I wanted to kind of talk about that and expound on that. Mm -hmm. um, but what happened was, in those conversations which were very good and enlightening and I think uh, were productive for your staff mm -hmm. um, in using the book. Uh, we had a conversation with a teacher who was white mm -hmm. who, um, I don't know if she said this verbatim, but didn't see color mm -hmm. maybe. Yes. And you know, talked about a situation in her neighborhood where her, her grandson passes. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to talk about what passes mean? Well, <laughs> we all know what, <laughs> what passes mean. Um, she was a white teacher and her, her grandson, I believe his father was black. Mm -hmm. um, but she said she doesn't see color because she has a black grandson, but he passes for white. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
to all of uh, you know all of us in the room is like why would he have to pass for white if you don't see color right. so in that neighborhood in that neighborhood right. so this started out with you know you had the book come out i read the book in like a day it was phenomenal thank you and i was um most of my teaching staff was white at the time mm -hmm. and you know i had seen something our, our population at that school was like 99 percent black yeah. so when i read the book i said this would be perfect for them even though it was kind of directed towards parents right i said this will be perfect for them so i had them do a book study um every teacher you know took a chapter read the chapter, presented on it, and, you know, talked about things that they had learned, which was hit, very hit, hit to all my educators out there. Like, <laughs> it it worked. Call. I'm just saying right. it worked out. Yeah. Um, and so that brought up uh, the conversation when we were doing the presentations. And I knew they were a little uncomfortable with mm -hmm. it. But um, as I told them, it was necessary because yeah. if this is what you want to do and this is where you want to be, you need to know who you're teaching. You're not teaching a subject, you're teaching students. And so you have to know, you know, who they are and wh where they come from. So that particular teacher was uh, actually a retired teacher okay. and decided to come back to teaching. Okay. Um, so she was older and she said, uh, she, in, the, in, the stud, in the discussion, she said she lived in Euclid and Euclid was not racist. Right. Um, and then, and I don't live in Euclid, I'm not from, as familiar, but right. I had two other teachers who were black teachers that did live in Euclid. Yeah. And then a couple of other teachers, right. and they were all like, what part of Euclid <laughs> do you live in? So, they, um, they were uh, yes. publicly baffled. They, oh, they were, yeah. um, because they have a totally different yes. perspective. And yes. that's really what she really could not yeah. grasp that it was racist. So, um, I think it was enlightening to her when they said, oh, yes, it is. Yeah. So. so, you know, my thought on that was if that's her thought, oh. life perspective, mm -hmm. how did that translate into the classroom? So, and it did, okay. and which is why, and it did in several classrooms, which is why I had them do that. Um, because I'm not a, as an administrator, I'm not a, like a black and white administrator, like this is um, what we do all the time. I know the population I'm working with, and mm -hmm. so you have to accommodate for that specific individual. Yeah. And um, they didn't necessarily see that, so they bring into the classroom this, you know, middle class, upper class mindset mm -hmm. into a low class, you know, classroom. You can't do that because, yeah. first of all, the kids will see right through you, yes. uh, and they know, and they would tell me. She doesn't care about me, you know what I mean? Because there was no, there was no attempt at connection, yes. attempt at knowing who these students were. We talked about going in, you know, to the neighborhoods, and they were like, "I'm not going in Cleveland," you know, yeah. and and I'm like, "I can go into the right. neighborhoods, right. and it's okay," but they're like, "No, I'm not going in," and you know, that's I don't want to do that, and you know, but this is where our kids live, yeah. so. We have to, we got to meet somewhere. We have to yeah. do something. But that, that mentality of there's no racism is brought into the classroom and you're not understanding student perspectives. So, so how does that even, like you just brought up, uh, I'm not going into that neighborhood, mm -hmm. but you teach these kids mm -hmm. from that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So are you scared of the kid mm -hmm. in the classroom mm -hmm. too? Because mm -hmm. so, uh, a kid is not going to learn mm -hmm. from somebody that they, we, Oh, we, we sense know. fear. Yes. Yeah, we already know. Yes. And so there's no way 
um, a lesson is going to go for. Right. Exactly. And so I'm, I'm trying to figure out why why one would, would even think I can come into the classroom and teach this mm -hmm. population, mm -hmm. but I'm scared of them. You know, it's the classroom is like their safe zone. Mm. And when they're in the classroom, it's strictly about academics. Mm. So if I don't have to think about your life outside of this classroom, I don't want to. And But not realizing everything outside this building, they bring with them. So to that point, I don't know if you remember this part that came up in the meeting. They were watching a movie mm -hmm. and the kid ran out the room and the movie had gunshots. Yes. And the teacher was chasing him yes. down the hall. Yes. And then come to find out that he was traumatized. He was traumatized because he had very recently lost, like literally mm -hmm. was standing next to his best friend mm -hmm. who had got shot. Mm -hmm. And so when you're dealing with, you know, that's that's heavy. That's, heavy. that's super heavy. Mm -hmm. You know, this kid just witnessed his best friend mm -hmm. die. And so now we can't even watch a movie in school mm -hmm. because he heard shots and he took off. Mm -hmm. But you're scared of him. You're scared. And and you're taking off to chase him to discipline him yeah. instead of finding out what's, what's going, going on. on because why would a kid just run out the classroom when the movie's yeah. on you know what i mean so you really got to stop and think like what's really going on i've had students i when i started there um i naturally just build relationships with every student i want to know every name i yeah. want to sit down and have a conversation why are you here what happened to, at your last school mm -hmm. you know is there anything that's hindering you from you know graduating and just getting to know them in turn they come and tell me everything, everything. Yeah. and i had a girl in particular she told me that her mom was pimping her out wow for drugs um at probably when she was 10 at this time, I think she was wow. 14. And her mom was in denial and was saying, no, that didn't happen. And um, so behaviors, you know, uh, behaviors are just a reflection mm -hmm. of what, what's going on. So she's exhibiting these behaviors. And every time we're in a staff meeting, you're complaining about this student. But all you had to do was have a conversation because if they know you know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. care. They're going to talk to you. They're yeah. going to open up white or black. Right. You know, it's just about let me see where you come from, because that's what they learn. They got to gauge everybody in yeah. life. You watching your back. They're yeah. watching their back all the time. Who trying to get me? Who yeah. trying to take my survival. money? Survival mode. So it's the same thing in school. They don't just stop that when they get in the building. It's the yeah. same thing. Survival, survival mode. You know, what's. What do I have to do? What's she going to say to me? What did I do wrong? And they're always on the defense, mm -hmm. but they'll let that down once they see, oh, you're not against me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You really yeah. here for me. I think the word authentic comes up mm -hmm. in every show we've done thus far and just being real and being yourself and, you know, showing up, finding out who you are mm -hmm. first and then mm -hmm. showing up as that mm -hmm. person. So how do we, so for instance, this, this older retired white teacher, mm -hmm in a very urban, black, traumatic, mm -hmm. traumatized mm -hmm. population. How do we fix that? How, how does she fix that even? Well, <laughs> my first thought says she's 70, so she's probably not going to. Right. However, um, for somebody, especially newer in education, or even just that's where you want to teach. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, a, uh, I, I had several teachers come to teach at that school 
because it was a Title I school, okay. meaning that they could get their loans forgiven, you know, mm. that type of thing. So, and, and some told me in the wow. interview, are, are, is this a Title I school? Okay, you're not here for the right reason, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so... Like the, the audacity, as the, some of them say. Right, <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's really, unfortunately, in college, when they're getting that teaching degree, they're not teaching you relationship building. And if you don't know, you cannot teach a child if you can't get past what they have going on. If, yeah. they, if they don't feel safe, for one, safety is a big thing in school. Yeah. And if they don't feel safe, you're never going to teach them. You can talk to you blue in the face and they're not receiving anything. Yeah. But they will work for you if they feel like, you know, okay, they might care about me. So I really think the key is education to adults, you yeah. know, to white teachers and black teachers to, to be able to teach those white teachers in an appropriate way, mm -hmm. not bashing them and, you know, but... I like to think that a lot of white teachers just don't know, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's not that they're intentionally doing this, mm -hmm. it's just that they don't know. So if we can educate them yeah. on our, th that's why that book was really phenomenal because like this is it, this is what you need to know about yeah. these kids. You need to know, I got kids not coming to school because they're taking care of siblings, mm -hmm. missing a whole week of school yes. because mom is saying, you gotta stay home and take care of this Cause kid. Cause I gotta go to work. Yeah. So. You got to understand that. And then when a kid comes back, oh, you never come to school. You can't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's going yeah. on? Have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? To me, for me, it, it seems simple, you know, to just get to know students. But I teach in PD every year before school starts, we have a professional development on building relationships mm -hmm. with students. And when you miss that mark, the rest of the school year is, is trouble for yeah, you. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm witnessing that now. Um, when you are calling students the wrong name uh, a this, month This late in the year? Okay, yes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> then that's the problem, yeah. you know what I mean? Because, and I had to say, this student will never respect you. You yeah. can't say his name right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, granted it might not be Bobby or Tommy or something simple to say, but take the time to know, because yeah. that's his name. That's part of his identity. Yeah. So it's really just, you You got to know these kids. You got to know. And everybody doesn't have a story like that, but there's something. There's yeah. something. And you just got to know who your kids are. Know what they like. It also helps with, with your teaching, because if you can relate to them while you're teaching, yeah. they're more willing to learn. And the only way you can relate to them while teaching is to get to know them, yeah. to know who they are. So do you find that a lot of teachers end up in like urban schools. So I'm gonna tell you what my theory is. Okay. This is my theory. It may be presented somewhere else. I didn't read it. Okay. I feel like I came up <laughs> with like it, you but came I don't up know. With it. Okay. So teachers go into education and for purposes of purposes of our area, mm -hmm. we know what a Stowe, a Hudson, mm -hmm. Calga Falls, those are suburban mm -hmm. um, areas around the city. I go to school to teach and I want to get hired I'm from Stowe even. Mm -hmm. I want to get hired in Stowe. I want to get hired, you know, in one of these suburban areas where I haven't had that experience with urban kids, but those teachers stay. Mm -hmm. They're they're there mm -hmm. 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm. So those employment opportunities aren't the same. Mm -hmm. They're not just flying open. Right. So now I can't get where I want to be. So now I'm rocking a hard place. Yeah. 
and I end up in this environment with these kids who mm -hmm. I don't even, mm -hmm. they didn't teach me this. Right. Like, I didn't think I was going to be teaching a, right. a majority black mm -hmm. class. Mm -hmm. And so now they're, they're scared, but they need a job. Mm -hmm. And so back to your point about the college piece, how do we even get the people that are writing these curriculums for teachers mm -hmm. to understand, hey, there needs to be a piece on yeah. um, relationship. There needs to be a, pay, a piece on even knowing who you are mm -hmm. as a person mm -hmm. so that you can relate to the people that don't look like you. Mm -hmm. Like, how do we even get to that level so they see, like, we're missing a mark yeah. here? I don't know. And I would love to know that, how we get to that level. Um, I really think, well, of course, you got to have the research. Mm -hmm. So, but those type of things come best from students. Yeah. If I were to go and say that, it's like, okay, you're a black woman with this perspective, yes. you know. But when I have students telling me the same things, I think that's what's powerful. And that's when you know that it's an issue. So if there was more of a connection from the classroom to, to the powers that, to be. The powers that yeah. be, more of a connection, I think that we could kind of bridge that gap. But they have to know what's going on in the classroom. Yeah. And a lot of times, unfortunately, people who make the decisions on what's being taught never yeah. been in a classroom, yeah. an urban classroom at right. that. Right. Um, but that's where all the job opportunities are. When you get out of school, yes. um, you, charter schools, yep. um, inner city public school systems, that's where the, the jobs are. And especially now because teachers are leaving in droves. Mm -hmm. They oh, like, we sick of this. Yeah, they over it. Yeah, we've had enough, especially so, after this pandemic yeah, and all that. They, yeah. they, they came back in the building like, yeah, I don't really have to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to yeah. put up with some yeah. of the stuff I got to put up with. Mm -hmm. And so that's a piece we've been talking about the whole education. Um, the young man, Elijah, that we just had on, he's just two years removed from college, mm -hmm. and he didn't get that. Mm -hmm. You know, but he's a, he's a black young man, and he grew up in the district mm -hmm. that he currently teaches okay. in, so he has a, a different perspective. Right. But they're not teaching these relational concepts, yeah. you know, I, and I don't, I've never been around black people, mm -hmm. so I don't, I don't know mm -hmm. what to do, say, and so that's a big reason for this podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, it has to be an outlet somewhere yeah. Where you can even listen in private. Yeah. Like, you don't have to tell anybody yeah, you listen to that this. That you need this help. Yeah. yeah. No. It, mm -hmm. uh, one of the things we just started, I'm going to say the phone number. Hey, text me. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to tell me who you are. Right. But if I can figure out how to help you. Right. Um, and that that's key. I think it, it really needs to be um, mandated in professional development yeah. before you start working with the kids. Yeah. And we can tell them all day, you know. Um, this is a different population. I have a, a teacher who is fresh out of school. Um, he comes from Revere. He went to school mm. in Revere. Yep. Um, so he does not have the experiences. Phenomenal teacher. Yes. But the classroom management is not there mm -hmm. because everything, it, he allows everything to happen in his class that they can't go to the next class and that can happen. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to that fear. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know if it's fear of the kids, but fear of rejection from the kids. Mm. Fear that they don't go like, I want to be liked. I want to be the favorite teacher. Yeah. And it's fear that they might not like me, like me if I tell them they can't have their phones out or they can't eat in my room. Um, and he's new to this. Mm. And this was his first real teaching job. He had been subbing, but this was his first one. And he's great with the students. 
Um, but it's that that fear that uh, I don't want to step on any toes. Yeah. And that's a problem too. That's yeah. just as bad as not having a relationship yeah. when you see the, you know. And he doesn't show them the fear. I just know it. Yeah, I yeah, see yeah. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I see it. And um, they know what they can do. They know they can take it. But the piece of it is, is especially just being this fresh and this mm -hmm. new, he has time to make that yeah, shift. Absolutely. So is he open to, hey, let me pull you to the side and mm -hmm. let me share this with you. Mm -hmm. This is how Tasha get down. Right. Like, you need to keep your right. eye open. Right. And I don't mean nothing to all the Tasha's listening. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> take that personal. no kind of way. It's not personal. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody going to call you. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, Tasha. I apologize. <laughs> But you take him by, you know, take him to the side and mm -hmm. say, hey, let me teach you this real mm -hmm. quick, you know, so that, because I want to see you thrive mm -hmm. so exactly. our kids can thrive. Exactly. And so if everybody's, you know, pushing for success, the kids will be successful. What does that professional development look like? Does it even exist? It does not. Wow. It does not exist in a formal. Now, it may be nationwide. Yeah. So taking, there you go. Taking you notes. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a formal, I mean, maybe somewhere else. Yeah. I know that it's needed definitely in in our schools, um, especially dropout prevention schools, mm -hmm. because something happened along yes. the way that they didn't get finished. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely needed, which is why I kind of just do my own, you yeah. know. And you don't, you really don't want to lose them again. You don't. Because yeah. the second time they go. Oh, it's home. over. Yeah. It's over. And even they start out in the first two weeks. And mm. if they don't feel something, yeah. somebody is rooting for me or whatever, they out. They gone. Yeah. So it's important to get that needs to happen immediately. Yeah. Like you can't, you just can't. You can't even start teaching yet until you get to know who the kids are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what would be some concepts besides the relationship piece mm -hmm. that would help teachers? understand why that's so necessary like if you like if you had to design it in a perfect world what would you have in it in this professional development yeah ooh um <laughs> i asked this on purpose so i can just why so you can write it down yeah. <laughs> absolutely um i give you credit well definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely so we got the relationship building um discipline and mm. and how that looks you can discipline without uh, being mean, yeah. without talking down to people, without making them feel stupid. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it needs to be appropriate. If you know that a student is getting abused at home, I'm not going to suspend them so mm. that they can be at home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'm, I'll do in-school suspension. They're going to get some type of discipline. Yeah. I'm working to do restorative justice. So that they, that's a life lesson. Mm -hmm. Now you gotta you gotta atone for the things that you do. So um, restorative justice is something I'm working on. But that discipline, how to discipline, uh, when to discipline, um, and to let me see, talking to them first to find out. Like be, before I ever suspend anybody or detention or in school, we have a conversation first. Yeah, what's going on? Now with you? you know I'm getting ready to suspend you, yeah. but tell me, right. you know, what this is so we can prevent this from happening yeah. again. Um, those type of things. Also, so I said what relationship building, the discipline. There was there was one more thing I was going to say. Um, oh. How we talk to our, our kids, mm -hmm. okay. 
So in my school, whatever school I'm in, every student is my child mm -hmm. while we are in the school building. Yeah. Every single, even when they're not, they're texting me. So they are my children. And you can't, I can talk to them a certain way because we have that relationship. Yeah. What happens is teachers don't build that relationship and then they might see how I can talk to a student mm -hmm. and they try it. Yeah. It doesn't go over the same. So I need to pause you real quick because okay. I need to tell the people that's listening okay. that I in no way, shape, or form coach anybody that comes on this on this show. Oh, no, you don't. But all y'all be saying the same thing, it's like real. literally, it's because I, I haven't said a word, but it's just the same concept mm -hmm. keep coming up, how you talk to a a student, the way you talk to mm -hmm. them, not mimicking what I do without, you know, right. and you haven't built that relationship to do it. Mm -hmm. But I'm sorry, go, I that's just needed, okay. I wanted the people to know that, like, I ain't <laughs> like put y'all up to this. The same? Yeah. No. no, that's real life. That's, and I, and I see that all the time. Um, what, and I've had this experience probably at every school I've been at where I had a teacher, happened to be white teacher every time, that would say to a student, you know, they might have their head down. Okay, you don't want to do your work, you're going to be working at Walmart or you're going to be working at Family Dollar. Mm. And I'm like, you don't know if they mom work at Walmart. Yeah. You can't say you stuff can't say like that. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't say those things to, to kids. You, you, you just can't do that because yeah. then they're like, well, dang, you're talking about my mom right, now, you right. know? Um, make they, you don't want to work at McDonald's. I got a student whose mom is manager at McDonald's. Does and he well. works there. Does yeah. well. Oh wow, and he works. He there. works there with her. Like, so I've employed my child. Okay. That's big. So don't say things like yeah. that. You know, um, not even realizing what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And then um, a, another thing that I talk a lot about is positive framing. So it's still along the lines of how you say things, mm -hmm. but. Um, Instead of saying, stop doing that or whatever it, in a negative way, you can say, I would appreciate it if you did this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just how it's really, even with adults, all of us, it's how you talk to us. Yeah, the, absolutely. The message will come through yeah. if you talk to me right. Right, right. And that's, that's really all it is. That's really all it is, is you have to realize these are humans, little, little yes. <laughs> young humans, and a lot of times... Teachers come in with this mentality that I'm in charge, I'm the boss, mm -hmm. and you know, you guys are the people that's in my classroom. Um, you don't know anything because you have no experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know what it is to be stressed. Yeah. Like you can't tell a kid that yeah. they do. Yeah. You know, and some of these kids have experienced things that I never did. Right. I I didn't. You know, I grew up in West Akron, but I didn't have a lot of the experiences that some of my students have. So. If I can relate to them, mm -hmm. you can too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just really, you know, I when I was going to school, it was understood that I'm going to college. I changed the perspective in my school that, um, because we're starting a career advising program, where we change the mentality that college may not always be the option. And if you're not going for something specific mm -hmm. that you need that degree for and you want to do something else, Maybe look into that and pursue it. If you know you hate high school, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might not be going to college. Well, then on top of the fact that we push 17 and 18-year-old kids to know what they want to do with their life. That, exactly. And, and, and we have it wrong where <laughs> um, they just, okay, you graduate, what's going to be your major? How do they know? Yeah. You know, if we're not showing them what's out here, yeah. 
you know, that electricians, they make big money. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Plumbers, all, welders, all these people. We need all these jobs for all of us to survive. Right. So they're all just as important. Yeah. And just because you don't go to a four-year college or you don't have a college degree, you're no less than anybody else. Right. Just have a plan. I told my son <laughs> he wouldn't have to go to college if he had a plan, but I knew he had no plan. Right. So he was going. Right. But, you know, if you have another plan, <laughs> right. we got to just be open. open so, so one of the issues that, that I think is a, a truth about our community mm -hmm. We look down on plumbers because mm -hmm. we really don't. We, we haven't been taught right. that it's a lucrative Absolutely. career path. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't think about a plumber till we need one. Mm -hmm. We don't think about an electrician till we mm -hmm. need one. Them people make a lot of money. Uh, yes. So even even with this, I, I've had some dialogue with some people over at First Energy. First Energy offers a whole uh, career track after high school uh, for high school students to become linemen, mm -hmm. and within two to four years, they're, they're making six figures. Mm -hmm. And they cannot get our kids into the program. Really? Nope. Can't get them in there. Whether it's communication, they don't know. Mm -hmm. Whether it's they think it's silly or stupid. Mm -hmm. um, and we also know we're in this athlete, yeah, rapper, everybody wants, yeah. YouTube, mm -hmm. you know, we're in that piece. But if we could talk to these kids like, like you all are doing with your career mm -hmm. tracks, like, that's crazy. So these people, these students are leaving your school with STNA mm -hmm. certificates. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go to work, just go to work. Like, I, I don't know what the mm -hmm. income for that is, mm -hmm. but you, you have what it takes to go do this. You can go to work, and if you want to do more with it, then go ahead. Right, and interestingly, when I had the students complete the STNA program at Castle, I had a couple of them who finished the program and immediately went to making $20 an hour. Yeah. And, you know, it was during COVID, so they were getting oh, paid oh, more. Oh, wow. Um, so they, they were, like, all about they that. They balling out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what it is, because you said they wouldn't get in that program, um, when I was up in Cleveland, Tri-C had a program where they would pay you. They would give you a stipend to participate in their program, 18 months maybe. Um, it was welding. I had one young lady finish it. Wow. But they just would not. And I'm like, why? And it's because they are caught up in what's around them, yeah. you know, and nobody's just showing them other other options. Yeah. It's like, under, you know, you got to go to college and this, that, and the other. But there's so many other things. Yeah. So my goal at the school is to just expose the kids to all types of careers. Yeah. And then, you know, based on their personality and things that they like to do, then decide, okay, this is what I want to do. And then decide, do I need to go to college? Right, Not right. just, I'm going to college. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I, left, I left undergrad with a $60,000 bill. Mm -hmm and my best friend. Mm -hmm. And at 41, I can't even remember back far enough to say I'm using anything I learned. Mm -hmm. I might be, mm -hmm. but not, or not right. worth 60 grand. Right, exactly. You know, so, so, so me and my boy, we laugh all the time. Now, he was my RA when mm -hmm. I was in school, so it, it cost me 60 grand to meet a friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we cool 22 years later. Him. Yeah, we, 22 <laughs> years later, we still right, cool, but right. you know, um, just that experience. And so I used to be, you got to go to high school, mm -hmm. go to college, you know, mm -hmm. and now I just, I, I've become so relaxed on that thought. It's not for everybody. It's not. And it doesn't need to be for everybody because mm -hmm. we, somebody got to do the fries at McDonald's. I like them. They somebody got to cook right. them. <laughs> exactly. Somebody got to cook them. And it's, it's nothing to be looked down mm -hmm. on or frowned upon. And so, um, man, I, I appreciate the time and the dialogue. Yes. This has been fun. It has been. You know, uh, so you when you back. get that PD together. I'm My a, school is gonna be the pilot school for your You know PD. what? <laughs> hey, and, and because it, 
the sad part about it is it's necessary everywhere. Everywhere. It's necessary everywhere. And it's, you know, one thing I say about, I call this dear white teacher, mm -hmm. it's, it's for any teacher Everybody, because yep. we got some black teachers that- That can't relate. That, 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 can't, that cannot relate. Mm -hmm. um, dear white, calling a dear white teacher is, is catchy. It is. However, we know that um, over 90% of our teachers across the, the USA are white and female. Mm -hmm. And so somebody has to step in yeah. when they're teaching our majority black, mm -hmm. you know, urban um, kids and they, they don't really understand some of the traumas that mm -hmm. they go through, some of the, some of the stories that we mm -hmm. know about, like even that young man, like he was next to his best friend getting killed. Mm -hmm. Like I, I can't imagine. Right. I've never, you know, mm -hmm. been, at, been in anything like that. And so. Um, I just, I wanted to mention something real quick. Go ahead. When you said that, um, my son goes to a school here in Akron, okay. and um, he he was complaining that during Black History Month they had there was no mm. type of Black History instruction, particularly in social studies class. Mm. He was trying to um, talk to his teacher. He was trying to explain something to her. I can't remember exactly what it was, and she just kind of brushed it off and said. He was explaining it to the class, and she brushed it off and said, "Guys, what he really is talking about." And he's like, "No, that's not what I'm talking yeah, about." Yeah. You know, she turned. I can't even think what the topic was, <laughs> but for him, it was like a Black History yeah, topic. Yeah, like, yeah. did you know that this happened? This happened? And she was like, "What he's talking about?" And he's like, "No, that's not what I'm talking about." So, if you're teaching them, and you're in a classroom full, you're a white teacher or again, a black teacher in a classroom full of students and you have nothing that they can relate to, nothing that shows them mm -hmm. in a positive light or anything like that. It's just, is it really, are you really teaching them yeah. something? You know what yeah. I mean? Because what's, what's really important, I guess. That, is, that goes back to is. some of those people that is this title one. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna teach here ten years to mm -hmm. get my loan forgiven mm -hmm. and, and get out. And it, it's sad that 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 even exists, mm -hmm. that they can even do that. Because it's like, what did you go to school for in the first place? Right. You know. And so, um, that Black History Month, that's a whole nother that's yeah. a whole another okay. show topic. Oh, whole another one. Okay. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yes. relationship. Yeah. You know, and moving past Martin, Malcolm, exactly. and Rosa. Exactly. It, it's so exactly. much more to be discussed. Garrett Morgan. Yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> uh, they should know it, but they, they, I'm. Even on a local level, mm -hmm. we 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 got to talk about Marco something. We have to, he's, like local. He's still living, but mm -hmm. he's he's the stuff he's done. Exactly. You know, James Williams, mm -hmm. they just uh, oh, named the uh, Lawton um, community center. Yeah, they changing really? the name to uh, Judge, Judge James, James Williams, Williams something. Awesome. In, in honor of him, but this cat, I'm, I'm sorry, this this man, <laughs> right? I, I know you him, just, but yeah. yeah, me too. But <laughs> it's okay. I mean, his 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 legacy in the city. Mm -hmm. Every black child in in the city should know who he is, yeah, and his son, and, and Mr. And, Mike. Yeah, um, and, and so that that's a lot of history. Mm -hmm. um, that's local that mm -hmm. our kids. And so I'm not even sure school, the, the powers that be, even think to say, yeah, let's talk about them. But let's mm -hmm. also who's in your city that's mm -hmm. you know phenomenal mm -hmm. and doing ha, has done mm -hmm. or doing great things. Mm -hmm. And so. Yeah, that's another that's yeah, another show. I know. Another show idea. <laughs> okay. We we'll come back and talk okay. about that one. So man, I, I really appreciate this, you coming out. I, I really appreciate you jumping on the, the book and, and using it as a resource. And so um talk uh the book is called Talking Points and I wrote it um as a resource for parents, but it's kind of turned into a resource for educators to to learn. Um it talks about hygiene, sex, violence, police, race. 
um, and a few other things about how black parents, um, specifically black mothers, need to have their conversations with especially their sons, and they can be rather difficult, um, especially not having a male influence in the home. And so pick the book up, Brandon R. Scarborough. Uh, we'll make sure it's on the screen because my last name is very long and hard <laughs> to spell, and we want you to get it right. So order the book, use it as a resource. Um, another thing we're doing, if you have questions, comments, text us, 330-958-4148. You can say your name if you want to, if you don't. Um, if you have a story to tell, if you have a question that you want answered, it can be anonymous. Let's talk about it. We'll do it on one of the shows or in one of our forums. You can DM us, um, Instagram. Um, wait a minute. We'll get back to that. Oh. So we're coming back. Okay. Um, <laughs> we let you leave a word of wisdom. And cool. if you want the people to find you on social media, that's fine. If you don't, if you like it where you at, <laughs> at your school, that's fine too. <laughs> but, you know, that's your camera. Leave them with whatever you think, whatever comes to mind. Oh, wow. Okay. So much. Um, <laughs> what I would just say is, first of all, get into education for the right reasons. And realize you have to recognize who your audience is, who you're teaching. Um, even that includes the whole family. So mm. just you have to be inclusive and you have to make an effort. Um, kids don't naturally just open up to anybody, especially kids who've been traumatized. So you just have to make that effort to uh, tear down the wall and build that relationship because that relationship may take them throughout their life and they could be, you could be the educator they said changed my life, whether you black, white, or other. Um, it doesn't matter. It's just get to know those kids and realize before you can teach them anything, you have to understand where they come from and what they deal with. Cool. Thank oh, you. and my social media. So my school is Akron Career Tech High School. We're on Facebook at Akron Career Tech and Instagram at Akron Career Tech. And I am on Instagram, the underscore Mrs. underscore Dancy. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate this it. This is wonderful. Cool. I'm, glad, wonderful. I'm glad, glad somebody did. It needs so to I, happen. It, it needs, needs to, to happen. happen. I think it's Absolutely. a very necessary conversation. I think a lot of people are having privately, but I think we needed to throw it mm -hmm, out there mm -hmm. um, and see see where it mm -hmm. goes. Because private having that private conversation is not helping yeah. the masses, right? You know right. what I mean. That, that's who we're trying to get to. So because we got we got to help our kids. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And if we can help the people that are helping our kids, then we can help the kids. Absolutely. Um, so um, thank you for turning in, tuning in. Not turning in, but if you're going <laughs> to bed, then turn in. Um, appreciate all the likes, follows, downloads, all the support all of that. Um, just glad to get through another episode and hopefully it was helpful. Follow us on Instagram, dear underscore white underscore teacher. Follow me on Instagram, I'm Mr. Dreams Academy. See, I got the shirt on representing today. Go to our, visit our website, Dreams Academy Online, so you can see what we're doing um, with our youth here in the city of Akron. And uh, drop us a line, email. Um, I told you the phone number. And so uh, share this with somebody. Uh, let them tune in, and uh, like I said, hopefully it was something that was helpful um, to you. Until next time, Brandon R. Scarborough, Dear White Teacher. See you later.